Check, check, check. Good day. Good afternoon. Good whatever it is you are listening to this. Thank you so very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another one of those not-too-frequent conversations that I like to call Woken Baked. And I'm your host, Bill. Today, I am joined by Brett Hunter Albright and Mud Flood Memes. These are two conversations that I had over Facebook. Now, if you go to the Woken Baked YouTube page, those uh, those are going to be there. Those conversations are actually going to be there. You can get the full videos and you can see everybody's face, including Brett and uh, and Mudflood. Actually, you can't see Mudflood's face because he was wearing a ski mask. I can only assume that he was doing it for safety reasons. Now, uh, these let me just say, these are some really interesting dudes with some very interesting beliefs. Now... Some of you know that I get into Bigfoot. Some of you know that I've been on a, I don't want to say a Bigfoot hunt, but I went on a, on a trip to see the Port Chatham Harry Man in Port Chatham, Alaska. And Brett is a guy who believes that uh, Bigfoot is an interdimensional demon. There you go. That's, that's the only way to put it. Brett believes that Bigfoot is an interdimensional demon. And he kind of breaks that down, and he gives uh, some of his thoughts and opines. Now, we do discuss the Galactic Federation. If you have read Len Caston's Alien World Order, then you'll know what we are talking about. Which, by the way, we reference that holy book, if you will, uh, at least once during the conversations in this book. Now... If you stick around and hang out to check out our conversation with Mud Flood memes, it gets really interesting. He's a really interesting guy, and I look forward to talking to him uh, quite a bit later down the road. He's uh, a source of information with some really, really good information, and what I'm learning from people that get into Bigfoot and get into aliens and get into the paranormal is they're also very religious and so we'll probably have more of those conversations as the days and weeks and months and years go by that we are doing this podcast now i just sat down to have a conversation with amy jackman we discussed her ak soul fest but that is not what this podcast is about this particular podcast is about bigfoot it's about aliens it's about it's about weird shit all right, that's the only way to put it. Weird shit that you don't normally talk to on uh, a, about on a regular basis with people. So we did it. I do it. That's why this platform exists, so I can have the conversations that I want to have. Now, you may or may not have noticed that we don't have a lot of supporters right now, and that's okay. I, it's because I haven't been doing the podcast on a regular basis. I've been really digging into the... Um, Instagram lives, however, with all of the shadow bands going on, gonna have to figure out something else. All right, maybe it's Twitch, maybe it's something else. I don't know. But uh, the Instagram is where we have been doing a lot of the lives and where I've been very active, but as it seems, that's gonna be going away very, very soon. Maybe we'll go to the Truth Social and we'll see how that turns out. All right, folks. Have a great day, have a great evening, have a great whenever it is you are listening to this. Oh, by the way, I do want to make this uh, this observation. Frequently, my conversations with uh, Brett Hunter Albright, our conversations get cut off for one reason or another. 
they get cut off. And this conversation was no different. In fact, it happened a couple of times during the conversation. And you'll notice that more on the YouTube video, but you can kind of check it out here. Anyway, uh, have a great day. Godspeed.
Have you seen this? It's some creepiest stuff all time. On you can you can check out. It's these babies that are walking around talking. They get three months holding their head up day one. They're saying mama and dada like they're they're doing intelligent things like they're they're like washing fruit because uh, it has uh, something on it they want to wash off. I mean, just stuff that babies wouldn't think of, you know. Anyways, so yeah. so let's just go to the, the whole abortion thing. We, you know, they're going to outlaw abortion. Why? Because Satan put all this work to create his Lucifer race, Luciferus that's in the, in the vaccine. He don't want his babies killed. He wants his babies out there. He's not going to let them liberals kill his babies. So we're talking about major problem in 20 years when these things get uh, around 20, 30 years old. Oh my God, these monsters, they're superhuman. They have uh, angelic powers. And uh, it's the mark of the beast. Let's be honest, okay? It's, these people can't make it, man. It's just, that's what I think it is. I think it's the market. I think the vaccine is the market of the beast. And uh, there's uh, a uh, longtime Freemason named no- uh, Shobel. No, noble Shobel, he was like this old Freemason, he gave his life to the Lord and all that kind of, he's just kind of telling the secrets. He said in the 70s, they told him the market of beasts was going to come through a vaccine, not through some type of computer chip. So he said he's been known this for a while. Anyways, I believe him to be a pretty trustworthy source. So what's happened is they've been changed into Satan's DNA, and ain't no way Satan's going to be allowed in heaven. We already found out he can't handle it. He got his ass kicked out. So, anyways, that's the whole story. Bigfoot's a part of it. He's a representative of fear. He's uh, he's crossbreeded. He ain't doing no good. All he's doing is scaring the, the shit out of people so bad their lives fucked forever. I've seen it with a bunch of people. Look up, show up on there. You show up to them and wax them out the rest of their life. The rest of their life, they go in this constant search for him. And they never get to see him again. Anyways... Bigfoot's messing people's lives up. He ain't doing no good. He's not of original design. No, he wasn't on the ark. He wasn't on the ark. God, he's like, God killed all of them, all of them for a reason. Okay? Anyways, he's not, he doesn't have the, the breath of life. He's demon-possessed, 100%. Same thing with mermaids. Same thing with uh, what they think aliens are. And uh, all of it is demon-possessed satanically uh, hybrid-created beings. That's what it is. Now, they're going to say they're all these other things. That's all they really are, all of them. Anyways, that's the whole story. So I want to talk to you about this. I want to talk to you about this specifically um, because one of the things that I've been getting into lately is kind of the ideas of, like, pixies and fairies and, and this whole other thing that we're... Um, this whole, these whole other societies that we... We're not able to pick up. Talk, I, I've, uh, I've read about like the the um, the sphere of colors that uh, that a bug can see or that a bee can see are completely different from what we see and how we interpret our surroundings. What what our agreed upon um, uh, what our agreed upon um, this uh, description of green is, which is, you know, going to be minutely different from person to person. Uh, but I think that there's there's whole societies that we don't recognize exist that are in front of us. 
And so I'm, I'm glad you're talking about this because I, I'm, I'm just yeah. now digging into some of these beliefs. With the, the UFO hearings uh, yesterday, yes. or the UAV oh, yeah. hearings that they had in the Senate, did you catch it? UAVs now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that, well, yeah, UAPs now, but it, it puts it into a different perspective when you start talking about, because you and I, I think, had the conversation about, like, stargates and, and interdimensionality, uh, where they're coming from. Um, but some of the different UAPs that they've been discussing are also seem pretty uh, Atlantean. Um, if when you, when you really break oh, it down, yeah. they start talking about the uh, the Tic Tacs, right? The um, coming straight up and out of the water, um, and then disappearing into depths that we can't understand. Yeah, right. Um, well, you know, I, I mean, if there are parts of the are parts of the world that we haven't seen, you know, like what is there below? Oh, definitely. There's definitely parts that we haven't seen. Let's just go back to the 50s, 1952, the Antarctica Treaty was signed. And think about the culture, the time, the division of the world. The world was full of division. The countries didn't get along. And then 1952, they all agreed and signed a treaty that said nobody can go to Antarctica. And nobody can even get 200 miles from it. Then they say, and it's such a horrible place, you would never want to go there anyways. Right? Nobody can go. Weird. Antarctica. The Antarctica Treaty. Look it up. So so we're just supposed to believe it's some horrible... I agree on anything. Yeah. Who knows what the hell's going on there. I can tell you what. Hitler was very interested in what's going on there. And uh, you ought to look up Admiral Byrd. So back then, TV was different. It wasn't like under control, cabal control at the time. Uh, Admiral Byrd does a whole story of what the hell's going on in Antarctica. He says this. This is the youngest admiral to ever make it in the military. Okay, Admiral Byrd. He, he did all these expeditions, the Antarctica, the North Pole, all kind of stuff. He was like a big-time hero back in the day. He did this interview, and he said that there are continents bigger than America on the other side of Antarctica. So he's saying there's... There's all kind of stuff going on. And then here's the wild one. You ought to look up a Buddhist uh, flat, uh, it's a Buddhist map of the world. You ever looked at this? It's over 2,000 years old. It's basically, it's basically the world inside of a circle. And then there's 33 continents on the outside of it. So, Anyways, the scale of the Earth part with America and all that stuff is, like, very accurate to what we see. So it's all very bizarre. How did they know that? Where did they get that vision from? Anyways, there's, you know, what they told us to be true about this map, there's all kind of anomalies to it. Like another one. Have you ever heard of uh, Friesland? You ever heard of that? No, I'm just, I just pulled up the map. The map is crazy. I just pulled up the Buddha, the, 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 the Buddhist map. That's that's great. Yeah. Um, and I'll include that uh, link. Oh, search. yeah. It's so crazy. All right. So, free. Oh, let me tell you. The 33. 33 Freemason. It's the, all the, like their big little secret. Haha, we know you don't. And their whole job was to keep us in a lie of what's, what the world really looks like. So they can insert some monster character. And nobody's like, what the hell's going on? 
And that's the alien invasion. They're going to add this new character to this uh, game of life we're in. Um, I, I think, and that's the, and I'm glad you brought up the, uh, the invasion, the Asian, the invasion becomes, uh, interesting because if you've been paying any at all attention to any of the soft disclosure, uh, the alien invasion is a fake alien invasion because they've always been here. That's the crazy thing yeah. is we are pretending like any of this is new. Um, and, and when you listen to like some of the some of the BS that was um, that was spoken yesterday at the Senate hearings, and, and I had a, a whole other thing on this yesterday. They have a form that they have to um, fill out now when you know yet when you're reporting something. Like there's an official reporting system. So um, what you've done there is you've created this bureaucracy. But the guy that was talking to the Senate said, "Hey, I just got off the phone." with this senior pilot who's got 2,000 hours of experience, and he's saying that he's seen something uh, that he's never seen before up there, which means two things. means everyone has now, like, everyone is now convinced that they're having an episode two, but the bureaucracy that you've created, you've already busted, right? You've already said that certain people of a certain rank get to do uh, certain things. Um, um, anyway, sorry, it looks like we lost Brett. Brett left. Not exactly sure what happened. I always hate when that happens, when I'm in the middle of a, a conversation and something like that happens. Uh, I'm going to take a break. Hopefully, uh, Brett can come back and, uh, um, Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get back. All right. So right about this time is where we lose Mr. Brett Hunter Albright due to what I can only assume is Mr. Zuckerberg's direct interference with our conversation. Now, after we lose Mr. Hunter Albright, I decide to log off, yada, yada, yada. I go right back to my Instagram live about two minutes later and attempt to make contact with Mr. Hunter Albright again. Now, I am able to make contact with Mr. Hunter Albright. The conversation goes on for a couple more minutes, at which point Mr. At Mud Flood Memes pops in. All right, be sure to check out the YouTube channel so you can get uh, get a better understanding of what we're talking about when we talk about being cut off and chopped up and some of our connections being a little bit sketchy. All right. So I think that some of that is intentional. I think that when you talk about, you know, certain things that people get uh, upset, people get very uncomfortable. And if you have software that detects these conversations, then maybe you can just get rid of people's conversations or just dissuade them from having conversations on the internet. I mean, I'm not saying that Mr. Zuckerberg would do such a thing, but I'm just saying he seems like the kind of guy that would probably do such a thing. Anyway, here's our conversation. When I say our, I mean my, but you guys get to hang out with me while I do it, and that's pretty important too. Mr. Hunter Albright and Mud Flood Memes. All right, dude. 
say something now. Okay. Uh, so it had to do with the uh, the bureaucracy and the abuse of the bureaucracy, um, a by by the reporting system um, in the the brand new UFO community where like everybody's seen something now, right? Like, um, and and if you are of a high enough rank, you can abuse the order, um, and you can ab- abuse the chain of custody with which these. Um, sightings used to be treated right um so now everybody everybody has a seen something and now they're an expert god bless them uh but you you know it's just it just seems so strange that we've got all of these sightings um right as we're about to go to like uh to senate hearing and the truth is the really cool stuff they're not going to show on the televised portions. Oh, no. No, but you also got to remember, why would the government ever inform you about something real? They never are about that. They've never been about that. So now they want to tell us about aliens. And you're right. They have always been here. They've been here for thousands and thousands of years. They've been here. Uh, but they're not aliens from another planet. They're just those hybrid crossbreed, uh, crossbreeded, uh, satanic created beings. That's what it is. It's an yeah. army of them. Work underground and all kind of, they're just hideous monsters. Anyways, they'll just say, oh, we come in peace. Take me to your leader. They're going to stop the World War Three. Aliens are going to save us. They'll be our new master. That's their plan. Because we don't want the master, like our current masters, nobody loves. Everybody hates them. So they're not going to try to save that. It's over. And they're going to come in with a new master. New game, revolution worldwide. Alien invasions. And the Q movement preached this a lot, bro. Uh, Q movement was all about this thing called the Intergalactic Federation. And and, and Q is uh, working with aliens. And Trump uh, is working with aliens to take down the evil cabal. And it's so funny. And they're like, yeah, the one one world government's so evil. Uh, we should get rid of that and, and instead join our intergalactic federation of planets. It's like one world galaxy. One galaxy, you know, it's basically like a one world government magnified times a thousand. They're like, yeah, we're way better. Anyways, uh, that's that's kind of like the whole picture, and that's what we're seeing right now, and that's what and that's what they tell you about aliens. So, are you familiar uh, with the book uh, Alien World Order from Len Caston? I think you I think you've mentioned that book before, maybe, but I have not uh, read it or anything. Okay, so he he goes into the, uh, the intergalactic federation, but it's but it only touches on a little bit. It touches on on the reptilian aspects, and one of the things that I yeah. just got put on by uh, put on to recently um, from a buddy of mine who's a who's a minister was that there's um, all of the reptilian influence in stuff like GI Joe, uh, like so uh, in GI Joe. Uh, in yep. the movie, he's fighting Serpentor, right? Like, he's the king of the lizard people. Alright? They're fighting Cobra. They're fighting, uh, they're fighting, um, they're doing things like fighting for the, the, the black cube of Saturn. Right? Uh, yeah. Like, dark triangle, like, black pyramids. It's crazy. There's so many little crazy sort of nuanced references 
to what we talk about so openly right now, but this by the same people that brought us the M16. You know, yeah. the people that were selling us the war, ironically, when we were kids, were also selling us on, uh, like, informing us about the lizard people and, and these, uh, and, and the, the evil people that live down below. It's it's crazy. Well, it's, um, the, 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 all the secret societies at the top, they all are a part of a religion. It's something David something, okay? It has something to do with David, okay? And in that church... They, they have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. And if they tell you they're going to do it, they have special powers and provisions in heaven to do it. So subconsciously through Hollywood, they tell you what, the, what they're going to do. And they implant that subconsciously seed in your mind. And through that, somehow they get certain permissions to actually do those things. So, you know, they've already told you exactly what the future's going to look like, and it's in the movies. And I'm, talk I'm talking like Matrix, I'm talking Terminator, I'm talking uh, zombie stuff, Independence Day. It's all going to happen. They're, they're going to put us through some wild-ass game because they're not going to lose. They're not going to just give up because if they don't do something, they're finished. They're back in a corner. They got powerful weapons, and they're going to make a move. And everybody, a lot of people, are going to fall for it. So it's all coming soon, way before 2024. There, man, 2024 is going to be wild. We're talking wild stuff between now and 2024. Like this world's never seen. Because uh, ain't no way they're going to let Trump be president. They're going to tell you what they're going to do. They're going to piss everyone off. Everyone. They're going to piss them off. They're going to say 390 million people voted for Biden. That's what they're going to say. They're going to piss because they want you mad. They want you mad. And they want you to get, they want, because they're trying to create a world war with Ukraine and Russia. I'm on Team Russia. I'm on Team Ukraine. I'm, I'm Democrat. I'm, it's a big. And then what they're doing is they're now, they're basically grouping everybody from to one side or the other. So now, now de uh, Democrats are connected to Ukraine now, right? And then, then they get some truthers who are connected to Russia. The Q movement is connected to Russia because Putin's secretly working with the aliens to kill all the evil people. They're creating this two-side system because they're going to try to sell the world a World War III because they're trying to get the damn numbers down. Anyways, it's, no, no I, I see it. I see it. Because uh, uh, essentially what you're doing is you're making everything a black or white issue, but you're making 5,000 issues. So that's that right. nobody can agree on, on, on everything. It's, um, it's like finding something to believe in. It's like, it, it makes it very hard to because everyone, everything is, is set up in a way that is supposed to split people up and to disagree. But there are a thousand different issues that you could be on the side of. Are you on the side of this, but on the side of this? Oh, you're pro-life, but are you this far pro-life? Well, if you're not that far pro-life, then I don't think we can be friends. Or if you're not that far pro-choice, then we can't agree on things. Or, or, or. And it just becomes this longer game of divide and conquer, where you've created 3,000 different things that people are willing to die over. So distractions, like, like just all the governments in the world, 
basically forced people to take a, a vaccine they didn't really want, and there was casualties. But let's talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard shitting on his bed. It's all just like distractions. Murder has taken place, and justice, we demand justice. But we can't demand justice when our mind is simply entertained. So they got murdered. Brother, you're you're breaking up uh, pretty bad. I want to throw out there though um, that like that shit really isn't that uncommon. Okay, so I can kind of I know at least uh, three cases where um, uh, uh, a young lady has gotten shit in the bed, and it always involves alcohol, right? It's never it never doesn't involve alcohol, but Shit in the bed, particularly in a hotel room, is not the most uncommon thing to make a big deal out of it. Uh, let's see if uh, much like me still wants to pop in. Um, I think we lost Hunter uh, for the time being, which is a drag. It's always a drag to lose Hunter. Hunter is always a good one. Hello, much blood. How are you? Yeah, what's up, man? Man, I appreciate you. Um, being all safe, I appreciate. Safety is important. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to get anyone sick. Um, yeah, you, 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 uh, recent information has come out. We can spread that thing through the cell phones. So I'll just, you know, be safe. I appreciate that. Hey, good yeah. looking out. Good looking out. Um, the, the, the terms are gone digital. <laughs> How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm about to start some work, and I thought I'd pop on real quick before I. Uh, before I get busy. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Was there anything about the alien conversation that you were excited about, or? or oh, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really hear what you guys were talking about. Um, it was kind of choppy. I apologize. That's okay. Um, yeah. So we we're talking about predictive programming. We we're talking about um, how show TV shows like GI Joe uh, were doing things like preparing us for the lizard people. Like if you go to the GI Joe movie, the secret bad guy behind Cobra Command is uh, yeah. is a lizard king named Serpentor. He's an Alpha Draconis. Yeah, yeah. From from the constellation Orion. Okay, so we're we're on the same. So I'm familiar with this from uh, al- like uh, uh, Alien World Order from Len Caston. That's how I first I really heard about uh, the Draconian Lizard people. Um, that's how I how I I first got the dive. Um, but yeah, we were kind of digging into that um, and and sort of how these uh, Hunter was doing a pretty good job of uh, kind of I think breaking down the history of where they. Um, where they came from, and Nephilim bloodlines, and uh, and the flooding of Noah, and Noah's floods. So, yeah, I mean, I, I used to be really into the Dracon thing. Like, I found out about that in like 2003. Uh, I was reading some of them uh, Icky books. You can't say that guy's name on here, you know, but you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave Icky. Yeah, Dave. Um, We're just gonna call him Dave. Oh yeah, Dave. Um, so Dave was like putting out those books, you know, like uh, Children of the Matrix and uh, The Greatest Lie or The Greatest Truth or The Greatest Secret, The Biggest Secret or some shit. And, um, you know, I read that stuff like it was Laurel and Hardy or uh, the Hardy Boys or uh, uh, Goosebumps, you know, like 
like sit on my lap. I'm going to tell you a scary story, you know, because people would start asking me like, what's going on with, uh, with, uh, September 11th and stuff like that. And then I like, I thought that, uh, the lizard people did it. So I, I tell people like, yeah, I'll tell you the truth, but you got to sit on my lap because it's a scary story. You know, like I was a smoking man from the X-Files or something, you know, and yeah. I, I, and I, I smoked cigarettes back then, you know, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but, uh, back then I did. And so I'd smoke cigarettes and tell people scary stories about lizard people. And then, uh, and they were like, they were like liberal type, you know, like pot smoking, like, uh, heavy metal listening, like, um, like they weren't like political, but they were, they were like apolitical, but they definitely leaned to the left because of like the drugs that they did and the music that they listened to. And they were all about it. Like I wasn't being called like names or anything. And people were like, Tell me more, man. Tell me more about them lizard people and the aliens and the, and the, and the government. And, you know, it was like, and these people went to like Whole Foods, you know, like they ate like organic food and, and they, they were like, um, they weren't Republicans or conservatives or anything. They were just like really into all that stuff. And, uh, you know, now it's like, you can't talk about that stuff with people. People are like, oh, you're crazy. Like you're an extremist if you talk about stuff like that. And, uh. But anyways, I don't I don't really know about the, the, the lizard people anymore because uh where they where did they come from? You know, and how they get here. You know, I think they're just demons. I think they're just demons and it's been repackaged to to cater to like the UFOlogy type people, like people are into like spaceships and stuff. But uh no, I think they're just demons. I think they're just fallen angels. Like I think they that they are the Nephilim and then the lizard thing. I, I don't know. I think that's just all code. I think it's all just like, like Dave was just saying like, hey, um, I can't say that they're demons because less people are going to believe me. So I'll say that they're lizard people and then people will like believe because there's no real like correlation. Like where does the, where's the reptile connection come from? Like we look at like Egyptians, you know, they have frogs, you know, they have salamanders. But there's no, like, giant lizard people. Like, where do we see giant lizard people being, like, documented in, um, you know, in, in, in history? Like, is there any proof of, like, these people being here before? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any. Um, I haven't seen anything dug out of, a, um, you know, prepared for a, for a museum. But if you were... If you're a conspiracy-minded, you're going to say, of course you're not going to see them at the museum because the second that you start coming across an archaeological dig that has seven-foot um, lizard people, uh, it's going to get shut down. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, where, where did they get the where did the where did the reptile DNA come from? Like, why would there be reptile DNA on the planet Draco, which is in the constellation of Orion? Like, you got to remember, like, that these are draconians. Then they yeah. come from Draco. Like yeah. even even Dave says that they come from from Alpha uh, from Alpha Draconis, which is a star in Orion's belt. Like whereas like the the was it the, uh, the the good ones that the Nordic looking ones the 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 Andromedans okay. are, they the Andro- are they the Andromedans the ones that are I'm like, not sure I'm not okay because sure. because according to Dave like. There's all these different aliens, and there's the Dracons, and they're like, they're evil, you know, they're malevolent. And then there's the, um, 
I, I think it's the Nordics, the tall whites, you know, and they came down from Andromeda, which is the nearest you know galaxy, which would still take a million years to get to you if you traveled at the speed of light. See, when you start doing the math on like the traveling between Earth and these other bodies, you know, supposedly out in supposed space, it just it really starts to fall apart because, like, how are we to believe that? We're so lucky to be in this time where, like, and there's no, it's all theoretical. Wormholes, black holes, speed of light travel, warp speed, it's all nonsense. Like, there's nothing to support it. There's nothing saying that any carbon-based or even a silicon-based life form can handle traveling at the speed of light or, trip or handle going through a wormhole. So that's when I start to, like, say, oh, well, I think we're just kind of on our own, guys, and God. Like, I don't, there's no... Because I'm a Christian, so it's like it's hard for me to wrap my head around another intelligent life form that's above humans. Because humans are like we're we're the top dog, like we're the ones that can have a conversation over the internet. We're the ones that you know run this thing. So I think aliens are kind of a cope because we don't want to accept that we created this problem and that we're stuck here, you know, dealing with it, and we don't want to repent. And we don't want to be, we don't want to atone for our transgressions. So we say, oh, well, an alien's going to come and, like, he's going to save us all. Like, the alien race. And then that's like Project Bluebeam and, you know, all that stuff. Man, that's, um, to have any understanding of what, what you're talking about is a lot to wrap your brain around. And I do. Um, because it also comes down to the individual, right? So you have to, you have to accept that you are the cause and the solution to most of your own problems. And humanity, like the individual, is largely responsible for its own problems. If you're not as healthy as you want to be, ultimately it falls on you and it's your responsibility. If you're not as happy as you want to be, if whatever, whatever the thing is that you're striving for, ultimately it a big part of that is is you, the individual, and um, and so you, we're talking about like wrapping wrapping the, the, the human into personal responsibility on a cosmic level is is really a lot to wrap your brain around. Yeah, so, no, I think that's a lot of what it is. It's like a parental thing. Like we grow up, and and you know, parents are great, and families are great because we're all humans, and. You know, we learn from each other, and we learn how to, you know, become children, and then young adults, and then, you know, and then men and women. But um, we get that um, ingrained in us, which is good. Don't get me wrong. Like, parenting, I'm not, this isn't an attack on that. I'm saying that we get used to that, and then when we get to that point where we're like, okay, now we're adults, we're responsible for ourselves, like, we have a network, but ultimately, like, adults have to make their own decisions, Otherwise, they're just, you know, in a state of arrested development, you know, overgrown, you know, man-children. Um, so then we start looking, and some people find God, and some people find, you know, solace in, like, aliens, and some people become nihilists, and they're just like, oh, you know, like, I'm, like, I was on a stream yesterday, and somebody said, what's the difference between a nihilist and an atheist? And I said, nothing. And that was like a double entendre. It was like, Nothing, like, ha-ha, get it, nothing, ha-ha. And then it was also like, there is no difference. Because in my opinion, if you don't believe in God, 
then you're saying none of this matters. Like if God isn't real, then nothing matters. There's nothing stopping me from doing anything. And they're like, oh, no, you've got to be like a good person. So it's like, but where did you learn that from? You learned that from religion. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not rape. All that stuff is from religion. It's not from mankind's innate goodness. That doesn't exist. Like, we're born with free will, but we're also born with original sin. God doesn't force us to be good. He just encourages us to, to listen to our heart. Some people choose not to. So if you reject God, if the whole world was godless, I mean, we would revert back to barbarism like like that. And then people go, well, Christianity is responsible for war. And it's like, that's all bullshit. That's man. That's man using Christianity as an excuse to conquest and to do all that stuff. But if we get rid of God, and it's like, well, then why is killing somebody bad? Why is doing something bad if there's no recourse? You know, it's like secular humanism. But where secular humanism gets its tenets is from Western and Eastern religions. Like, be compassionate, you know, help people out, all that stuff. In the Bible, it clearly states that faith is what saves you alone, not good deeds. Good deeds make people boast. Just having faith alone. You don't have to, like, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but there's nothing saying you have to do good deeds. You are saved by your faith alone. So an atheist thinks that they're, that they're a good person for doing good things, but why are those things good? Who taught you that being a good person equals good? So they took the thing, and then they just cut God out of it. And they're like, well, hey, that's a good system. I like it. Hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's, get rid of the, let's get rid of that God thing, though, but we'll keep everything else. And then they believe in karma, and they believe in luck. Okay, luck is faith-based. Luck is supernatural. Luck is paranormal. Luck is the admittance of, of something higher than us. But we say it all the time. Good luck. Oh, man, I got the shitty luck. Oh, fuck, man, my luck. Luck is like, if you believe in luck, you might as well believe in ghosts, which I do. So, oh, And goodbye means God be with you. So every time an atheist says goodbye, they're saying God be with you. That's where that's derived from. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you for for sending for, for asking me to join the conversation, my friend. Yeah, I've been trying to come on earlier because I usually come on in the middle of the night. Like sometimes I don't get on till midnight Pacific, and I notice like I get people from New Zealand and and Europe and stuff. But I feel like I gotta try to come on a little bit earlier. So that's why I'm trying to come on. You know, it's it's almost eleven o'clock where I am. A.M. So um, uh, you're on uh, you're on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a Alaska. I'm in Alaska. So yeah, I, I gathered that. I've, wa- I've watched some of your streams. I, I saw you go to the lumber store uh, a few few like a month or so ago. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I I, fi- I figured you were in Alaska because you I could see kind of what was going on. I think you even mentioned it. You know. Yeah, so one of the new things we're trying to figure out how to do is uh, put together a, a little DIY concrete skate park in the back of my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got a lot of hours in the day to do it now. Like, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of uh, daylight to knock it out. Yeah, I used to I used to ride skateboards. Well, I used to be a skateboarder. 
Well, I've got to dip started. out. I've got to... Go ahead, sir. Oh, I was just going to say, I started, I started riding skateboards when I was a kid. I got my first skateboard in, like, 1991. Uh, and I, did, I went through the whole thing with the baggy pants and the small wheels and, and, the, and the, the Adidas shell toes and the, like, everything was baggy, you know? Every, and I remember, like, the golden age when, like, the skateboard companies, like World Industries and Plan B and all those, they could put, like, whatever they wanted on the skateboards. Like no copyright laws existed, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's great. And the skate videos all had like copyright music, and they just put it on there anyways and made money off of it. <laughs> it was like the golden age, man. Golden age. It, it was absolutely. Um, it was absolutely uh, like whatever you think like pirate radio is. That's what yeah. skate videos were in the early '90s. It was like yeah. it was the coolest music on the smallest wheels. Uh, and destroy boards, and it was I like, awesome. I, I like how like everybody was doing tricks on like curbs that were like this tall, and it was like a big deal. Like you do like a nollie 720 pressure flip to like tail slide, and that would be like the banger. The flip side of that though is that boards were 20 or 30 pounds at the time. Like these things weren't light. Like, yeah, they were. They, they were kind of heavier too. I had the I had the independents that were like the really long independents. You know, like, remember when they made the really long trucks because the boards were wider? Yeah, yeah. And it had, like, 28-millimeter wheels. And so I'd, like, push and push and push. I wouldn't get anywhere because you'd, like, start to slow down so fast. (laughs) So I've got got a couple of old cruiser decks. Um, I've got an old, like, an old uh, Caballero with, like, those old independents and and the the Mm. super fat wheels that, like, you can go over. You can go over huge pebbles and they feel like nothing. Mm-hmm. Versus like the little tiny wheels where you feel everything. Yeah. Well, hey man, if you gotta if you gotta dip out, I don't want to keep you, but it was fun. To, it was fun to pop on. Oh, it was a, it was a pleasure. Hop on anytime you like, man. Uh, I I heard new stuff today. I learned new stuff. I, I get I get to look into stuff. Um, yeah. And and thank you for that. Yeah. No problem, man. All right. Have a great one, my brother. You too.